0: Yo, it's Thursday, folks. We got the we got the soccer scarves on today. We'll tell you why. But we're talking about dealership growth in the U.S. Subway's charging oasis and Howard Schultz's creative idea. Very creative. We'll call it creative. Don't react. We'll call to it Kyle, creative. Because we'll when I saw the to story. Him. I actually saw it yesterday. Give him creative. I saw it yesterday in the morning, and I was like, can we put this Same. in the show? And I was like, we don't have time for it, but I just wanted to get your real-time reaction to it. Um, we'll talk about that at the end of the show, but <sighs> hey, man, it is Thursday, and you know Kyle and I get to travel a lot. Um, you're already in Nashville. I'm in upstate New York, and in upstate New York, it is like sheets of snow and ice, and just for the day, I get to be in
1: Orlando, and it's 90 degrees. <laughs> and for all intents and purposes... It's really just a hundred. Like <laughs> for me, it feels like one forty. Because here's the thing. When you go from like one day it's forty-three, the next day it's eighty-five. 43. It's literally, it's just a hundred. You're like, Give me get rid of these clothes 43. 43.
0: You're lucky. Yeah, we're in the 20s.
1: Oh, 43
0: man. is t-shirt weather in upstate New York in the wintertime. <laughs> don't get don't, right. Don't get me started. Don't get me started. <laughs> well, there you go. Yesterday. We were starting to do some initial planning and design for a Sotucan 2023, and it got yep. us all excited. And I was like reminded, like, hey, here are the stickers I got. Yeah, my, I, I was at the this- first Sotucon. We're like, we were wearing the scarves today because yeah. we're having it. Just so you know, it's in Baltimore, September 26, 27, right? 25 through 27. Just circle 25, 25 27. 26, 27. Circle that on your calendar. Put a hold. Book Circle the 28th
1: too, because you got to stay the night of the 27th. Oh, it's like a yeah, whole really day. It. You can't leave half day, be like the second day conference type person. You're leaving on the 20, 28th. Just get over it right now. <laughs> and so.
0: the, you'll be happy about it, though. And the coolest part is every time we've even mentioned a Sodukan, like we notice a bunch of people check out the site to see if there are any updates. And not not really any update chat, but you can still go to asotukon.com and just get used to going there. Um so we just got excited. So we, we, used we put there. the scars on because it is like we did the last one with 120 days notice. It didn't even exist. So that right. was what it took to do four months. This year, we've already been planning this sucker. So uh, just stay tuned. We just wanted to talk about it. But let's talk about some news because that's why you're really here. So we we'll, I'm not go. gonna I'm not gonna oh, st- stop. stop. We'll just give you a stop to start the news. Uh, okay, check this out. This one actually got me oh, my mouse stopped working. Why? Why should it work? You don't get any work to do today. Hold that. How are you supposed to? Have your How am I supposed check to get back. the story on the screen? All right. <laughs> so check this out. This one made me do a double take. According to Urban Science Annual Automotive Franchise Report, the number of franchised auto dealers in the U.S. They went down. Da- no, they didn't go down. They actually went up in 2022. Following two years of consecutive declines, there was actually a 27 store increase in 2022 Woo! so it went from 18,257 was actually where we landed so uh up from i guess 18,230 like that fast math in my head <laughs>
1: oh man on a thursday getting <laughs> rolling
0: let's go um California, so some states went up, some states went down. Overall net increase, California added twenty five. I never would have bet that California would be the state that added the most dealerships last year. Texas is plus nine. Right. Because
1: I think that I think that literally everyone from California is moving to Nashville. So I don't know why they needed more
0: Well, what they did was they were dealers that just left the keys in the front door. And they oh, like, sure, <laughs> so it <laughs> the decline in twenty one. Now people are like, hey, there's this dealership. Let's open it back up. And that's not true. Uh, Virginia is also <laughs> plus five. <laughs> Leading uh, or losing the most, Michigan lost nine, Indiana lost seven, and Minnesota lost five. Uh, The report went on to talk about some other facts and figures. Uh, Average new vehicles sold per dealership in the U.S. declined by 67 units, so fewer new cars, um, even down over 21. Not a huge surprise there. Uh, They did go on and forecast 15 million new vehicles sold this year and projected the per dealership new car sales to go up to 818 units. This is the best language in here, barring any unforeseen circumstances.
1: Of course. Yeah, an eight percent increase up, but yeah, Barry, I, I goodness, can we like, <laughs> you know, it was at at one point it was like, can we go a day without talking COVID? It's like, can we go a day without chop, talk, talking talking <sighs> supply chain Dude, issues? No kidding. Um, I, I I really see you know this new car opening up and and the demand hitting pricing coming to a balance. Hopefully, you know, the Fed gets it right. We land we land light. The interest rates kind of come back into a balanced place, and new car uh, purchasing is is driven. Up uh, the fifteen million SAR is definitely something that a lot of people have poked around at. So I, I think that with all the economists uh, kind of knowing where we're headed again, barring any unforeseen circumstances, we should be headed that way. Um, still kind of wild just to think, like as an average dealership, my my new car output last year went down sixty seven. That's about ten unit. What is that? Five what five, five. units a month? Yeah, seven yeah. A month, right? Yep. Um, for some dealers, that's a big deal. Um, so. But hey, I'm excited to see more new French, more new dealerships open up. That means more new opportunities for a lot of people to be served. In community. that's right, that's
0: right. You got it. Well, speaking of opening up new opportunities, stop. Segway. Time.
1: This is you, man. This is you. Yeah, and a great and a move just greatly lauded by Team of Sodu. Subway is announcing a partnership with Gen Z EV Solutions to build a charging station. Oasis. So you can recharge while you refuel with the food. Uh, you can get the electricity in your old vehicle. Um, right now they have over 37,000 franchises over the past uh, probably 10, 12 years. They've really been pressing into uh, making better decisions for reducing environmental impact of their stores, including creating eco restaurants back in 2011. Uh, so starting in 2023, these oasises will have multiple spots, picnic tables, Wi-Fi, restrooms, green space, playgrounds, all just the things that you need mm-hmm. to make a nice half an hour break seem right on point. You know, so, it's impressive.
0: I, I love it. First of all, we applaud it for no more reasons. Number one, we love subs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're great. <laughs> but the, another reason that I, I, the name Gen Z EV solutions is a pretty specific, I mean, pretty like specific company. Gen Z EV. Yes. I wonder if that's because like I don't, I wonder why they would do that. Like Gen Z EV solutions. I'm curious. Hey, tomorrow man. maybe we'll talk about Now that I'm curious. You. Now I'm curious. <laughs> but you know, we were having a conversation about this and uh sounds very familiar to some of the stuff that we talk about. Like what are the dealership opportunities, you know, and how do you actually contribute to the community and pivot and use the fact that you have big space and you have infrastructure. And Kyle, you said you were like, you know what I would do if I was gonna be a dealer? <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? It's
1: yeah. Well, I mean, this is kind of the, this is the model. I mean, if I was going to do it, I would, I would put my dealership right in like a, a shopping strip mall. Right. And just have all of these, these little retail experiences, you know, the Verizon store and the, the, the restaurant and the coffee shop and the nail salon and all that type of stuff, like right there. In like with the dealership as the anchor instead of the, you know, the, 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 um, maybe the grocery store as an anchor, make the dealership, the anchor. And this is kind of saying, this is subway saying we're going to be the anchor for all these other things that you could potentially mm. do. And EV charging is just the center of why you would want to do that. So be great place taking a little, taking a little map out of, out of the old Kyle playbook. That's my- <laughs> exactly right.
0: It sounds like a really <laughs> great place to put a used car lot. or. Brian Kramer's going to be sneaking up. He's going to come out delivering the He's going to be appraising yeah, praising like, EVs. He's like, I'll take Let me take plug this thing in real one. quick. <laughs> oh, that is amazing. Great. All right. Speaking of creative solutions for food service. Stop. It's a very creative segue. Oh, man,
1: this one gets my tummy turning.
0: All right. I'm, I'm, <laughs> this is what we the moment you've all been waiting for. Starbucks is rolling out a new line of beverages made with... Extra virgin olive oil. This is not a joke. Last year, Starbucks CEO Howard Schultz began consuming a tablespoon of olive oil every day after meeting an olive oil producer, uh, Tommaso Asaro. I don't yeah, know. That that's, was, that's I don't, so is is that Italian? Right. Is that Italian? Yeah, it it's Italian. Yeah, Tommaso Asaro. That's how you say that. Um, and he said this. When we got together and started doing this ritual, I said to Asaro, I know I you, I you think I'm going to be crazy, but have you ever thought of infusing a tablespoon of olive oil with Starbucks coffee? And he thought it was a little strange, uh, so there you go. I don't know, Kyle. What's your first reaction to putting olive oil in your coffee? Because you don't put anything in your coffee. You drink black.
1: I don't. I put. I drink it black every once in a while. I'll I'll, I'll move to something? an oat milk, oat milk latte, but mm-hmm. like yeah, that's it's very rare for me to put. So just personally, I'm out on the whole situation. <laughs> um, you know, this is. It's actually a lot more similar to something where uh, a lot of people do like butter in in their uh um, like bulletproof like coffee butter, like that like kind of stuff proof type of coffee mm-hmm. i mean like butter and olive coconut oil they do oil and then they oil do coconut that, oil. Right? it's yeah. a very there's very similar uh you know like the the the, the ingredient like the the stuff that it gives you the um the stuff. content in the yeah it's just it's it's healthy there are a lot of people that do the tablespoon of olive oil and especially in italy it's kind of a thing they actually like they'll drink it That's it's pretty wild um their olive olive oils. Typically a little bit better. A little than ours. bit different. Um, yeah. Um, so I mean, you know, it's it's additive. I'm sure there's gonna be people, people that eat it up. I'm thinking that especially in Starbucks, it's gonna cut a little bit of that like super like aesthetic. <laughs> He's like and- that that terrible coffee. Burnt it might help. Taste. I don't know. Maybe it's not help. a well, Starbucks either. fan. If you were ever
0: wondering, <laughs> if you're if Kyle is ever around you and he's like, "Hey, is there anywhere around here where we can get good coffee?" Do yourself a favor and please don't tell him there's a Starbucks down the street. Uh, yeah, because you just lied. To he's me. so bougie. bougie. I thought I was coffee fancy <laughs> until I met Kyle. You know, Howard Schultz is the one. But here's the deal: Howard Schultz is the one that actually brought. Lattes to the United States. Oh, absolutely! If Look, you drink a Starbucks, latte everywhere, it's because Howard Schultz was like, you know what? This works in Italy. I think. I think Starbucks has revo-
1: revolutionized coffee in the U.S. the way that we consume the it. Industry, the, way, the culture, the, the industry, it, really the industry, the way we consume it, the way that we consume it with others, all of that type of stuff. So it's you know, he it's not like he's, he's you got know a track just record. going off on a whim. He's got a good track record. Um you know, but but he's getting. time a new drink comes from the CEO, you kind of just wonder. <laughs> so we'll see how that goes. But we'll it's going
0: to be launched basically right after. He steps down as his role right now as interim CEO because he came back right. to do the thing. And like, you know what I yeah. mean? Y- y'all know what it's like. He's, he's like, ah, I think I got one great idea left of me. And like, we're going to let American decide. I love a tablespoon of olive oil as long as it's poured on top of a piece of Italian bread and sprinkled with Parmesan cheese yep. and salt and pepper. So you'll be decided. Let us know in the comments or let us know like what you think about olive oil in your coffee. But aside from that, man, it's a good day to be in the car business. It's a good day for us to be in some weather that is not not... not 40 degrees or 20 degrees, but whatever temperature it is outside for you today, you have the opportunity to just do it right.